Welcome to Business Talent Group's Insights on Demand, where we discuss the latest developments in the future of work and best practices for harnessing the power of highly skilled on-demand talent. I'm your host, Leah Hoffman, Communications Specialist for Business Talent Group, or BTG. BTG is the leading marketplace that connects independent management consultants, subject matter experts, executives, and project managers with top companies to solve their biggest business problems. On today's episode, we're speaking with George Post, who recently retired as the Director of World Headquarters Procurement at life science giant Johnson & Johnson. There, as part of his broader mission to optimize the procurement of consulting services, he founded an on-demand talent program called Specialists on Demand, or SOD. SOD is designed to bring J&J executives access to specialized independent professionals, consultants, experts, and executives for targeted engagements across the enterprise. Business Talent Group is a preferred partner in the program, offering business leaders a low-cost, high-value option for solving complex strategic and operational issues. Welcome, George. Thank you, Leah. Pleasure to be here. So many procurement leaders have followed the rise of the high-end gig economy, but not everyone's created formal programs like SOD to make it easier for executives to actually deploy high-end independent talent. What prompted you to create SOD? Yeah, so uh, we, uh, at first, many, many years ago, were, were sort of uh, clued in on some increasing challenges that traditional consulting firms were having in attracting talent in, in a way that they had never encountered before. And it was interesting to us, but it was only after you know some period of time and being introduced to BTG and some of the other uh, freelance suppliers in the world that we, we came to realize that this new phenomena, this new dynamic that was taking place within the industry was one that was not existing in isolation with the traditional consulting firms, but was one where you know this new generation of, of professionals and, and subject matter experts we're looking for a different way of working. We're looking for uh, a different way of, of, of engaging, uh, of, of, of selecting the kind of work that they wanted to do, when they wanted to do it, where they wanted to do it. And so, again, after a lot of discussion with BTG and others in the industry, it, it became clear that this is something that needed some attention and may even require some steps to implement a program for this freelance talent in a way similar to what we've done with a number of other programs within JJ. So can you tell me about how you structured the program and how it fit within the landscape of the uh, other programs that you have at JJ? Yeah, sure. I mean, the, the basic framework is very similar to a lot of other programs that we have in place for strategy and operations, for tax, mergers and acquisitions, uh, implementation and execution. Uh, very similar uh, design. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to make sure very early on in implementing the program was that the business would provide some support so that the business had some confidence that if we implemented a program like this, they would view this as, as being of some value to them. And so we did that through a series of surveys that we issued to the to hundreds, literally hundreds of senior leaders within uh, J&J a very, very high percentage of them responded to those surveys and an extraordinarily high percentage of those who responded responded in a very favorable manner. So we had a lot of support through those surveys to begin uh, taking the steps that uh, we would we would need to take to implement the program, again, using sort of the basic framework, the basic design that we had for several of the other programs that we had implemented within JJ. What were your goals in the beginning, other than just bringing in this new type of talent into the organization and making them useful? Yeah, the goals were really to give the business a lower cost option to speak with people who 
would be viewed as subject matter experts within a business unit. Uh, and, and to use that interaction, to use that uh, engagement to help educate the business as to how they would uh, approach whatever kinds of business challenges they were facing at the time. That's really what we wanted to do. We knew that we could deliver that talent more economically, and we knew that with some tweaks in our process that we could make the experience a very positive experience for the business. So it's the economics and just a new way of, of basically the business getting some expertise or getting some insights around their business or around a particular function in a way that was different from how they've been able to do that before. Did those goals evolve as the program developed? They've evolved in the sense that, you know, we continue to track um, the cost savings for every time we engage someone under the SOV program. We do get feedback from uh, our business leaders every time one of them utilize a resource under the SOV program. We want to know basically how was your experience? Was the subject matter expert uh, delivering the kind of value and, and insights that you expected? Would you use the program again? Those kinds of things. So that's always been valuable. And, um, you know, we would continue to use that um, regardless of how the program evolved. Looking back, is there something you would have done differently? Yeah, I often, um, the one thing that always uh, jumps out um, the most is, developing some material that would help the business understand how the SOD program differentiates from the other programs that were in place. We had a multitude of programs within J&J. Everything, as I mentioned, from strategy and operations to implementation and execution, various types of freelance type of programs or staff augmentation type of programs. However, the SOD program is the only one where we could source independent talent that would be of, you know, the kind of talent that you would typically see through a Bain, BCG, McKinsey type of organization. And so I felt as if we needed to develop some materials that would help the organization better understand how SOD was different from those other programs that were in place. And so that would be something that I would definitely advise anyone implementing a program such as this who had other programs already in existence. I would, I would definitely advise them to take a look at how they might educate the organization about how they, how they differ from each other. As a reminder, I'm Leah Hoffman for Business Talent Group, and I'm speaking with George Post, former director of World Headquarters Procurement at Johnson & Johnson, about his experience installing an on-demand talent program that delivers essential skills and expertise throughout the enterprise. Now, back to our conversation. When it comes to going beyond those initial communications materials, how do you think procurement officials should share the task of getting buy-in with the, with the partners that they've got in programs like SOD? Yeah, it's, you know, just a lot of, lot of interaction. It's a lot of knocking on doors. It's a lot of continuing to communicate and to create awareness and to make sure that the organization knows not only how to engage, not only that the program exists, and how to engage some of the talent under the program, but make sure that the process that they use to engage the talent is streamlined, it's efficient, and ultimately delivers a really great experience for the business. I mean, that was something that was very, very important to us. We knew that we could develop and deliver the, the talent under the program. We knew that we could deliver the talent economically. The question was, is once we drew the business into participation under the program, once we drew them into trying 
to source uh, a particular type of talent under the program wasn't going to be a great experience. And that was important to us. And we did some things within the organization to make sure, make sure that that happened. What are some of the best practices that you learned about getting that trust and getting buy-in and encouraging users to try the program? Well, I felt we were kind of fortunate in a way because we had very excellent relationships with senior leaders within the organization. But I also thought that we had sort of a proposition that was, generally speaking, fairly low risk and potentially high return, high reward. So that was the gist of the conversations that we would have with a number of senior leaders within the organization. Hey, give this a try. It could benefit you in a number of different ways in terms of how you approach trying to solve whatever problems you have within your organization. You can do it with minimum risk, minimum cost, and you can do it very quickly. So that was the value proposition. I think that resonated with a lot of senior leaders and, and was sort of the linchpin, if you will, in getting them to take the next steps to actually try the SAP program. Right. You mentioned um, that you kept track of satisfaction and how deployments delivered on their promises. And then you also obviously were tracking cost-saving metrics. Were there other things you did to um, measure the effectiveness of SOD as it developed? Yeah, as I mentioned before, you know, obviously it's the performance. How did the how did talent do? Did the talent perform well? Is it a program or a supplier that you would use again? You know, getting all of that feedback at the end of an engagement and then sitting down and making sure that we understand that feedback clearly, get that clarity through conversations with the business uh, who were surveyed. Uh, and sharing to whatever extent necessary with suppliers was something that, not only something that we were going to be doing under the SAP program, but something that we did under all of our other programs as well. What do you anticipate are the next steps for SOD? Yeah, so I mean, there's, I think that there's a lot of opportunity within SOD. Uh, initially, we envisioned the SOD program as, as a program that could deliver individual talent. I see the SOD program as potentially growing to something slightly larger, something where you can source small teams of talent to deliver on programs that uh, require some level of execution. So, you know, that is something that I think the program and the way it's set up uh, really sort of lends itself to. Mm-hmm. You know, operating under sort of a standardized methodology is something that, you know, the organization or any organization looking to utilize an SOD type of program in that manner would have to do. But once you have sort of, okay, you know, here's the framework for how we do projects. Now let's get the talent through the program and get those, get that talent to, you know, within the framework, get them to deliver on, on those, those project objectives. As you mentioned in the beginning, um, the independent talent marketplace offers companies access to a bunch of different kinds of skills that they might not otherwise have available. How did you partner with the HR organization on that? Yeah, it was uh, um, interesting. I mean, we looked at HR. You know, it was an organization that uh, we had not had historically developed a really close working relationship with. I happened to have a relationship with the senior most leader for HR and several years back uh, just uh, suggested that his organization become more aware of the kinds of things that we were doing within procurement so that you know they they could look at sort of how work gets done more holistically within the organization i mean we have you know many programs in place all of which are designed to deliver a certain level of expertise to the organization augment the teams that exist within j and j help them get work done And essentially, the mission is the same with an HR. How do they deliver talent? How do they acquire talent for the organization, either 
you know, as G&G full-time employees or, you know, as temporary resources. We felt that that was just a natural combination of, of, of things or, or a common set of goals that at least should be made aware of. So uh, the HR organization looked at that and said, this is excellent. And I think that they, they, they then wanted to work more closely with us in, in at least in creating awareness of, you know, what kind of programs in play were in place and how they were helping the organization support the kind of business objectives that, uh, that the organization had. Any other recommendations for other procurement leaders who are interested in creating a program like this? Yeah, I, I always kind of think of, of how to do these things as sort of a business development initiative in the sense that, you know, before you implement this, uh, you always want to avoid implementing something that looks like a procurement initiative, right? So, I mean, we always want to be implementing programs that are responsive to the needs of the business. And so we've always looked at those initial steps as being important in giving the businesses feedback, the surveys in terms of supporting the hypothesis of putting a program together, such as the SOD program and any other program that we would put in place. And once we had that stakeholder feedback, and assuming, of course, that it was largely supportive of putting a program such as SOD in place, then we would move forward, in essence, responding to the positive feedback that we got from the business. Uh, I would recommend that to any procurement organization to do that first, to think about implementing a program as almost a business initiative, right, where you've, you've got to sort of test out the hypothesis, and you do that through a series of uh, surveys and feedback from the business, and once you have that, if they support the approach, then I think it makes it much easier for the organization to then go ahead and implement the design they have for those programs. Great. Well, thanks again for your time. Those are all the questions we have. We really appreciated having you and um, getting to know your perspective. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Find out how BTG Enterprise can make an immediate impact for your organization. Visit businesstalentgroup.com enterprise to learn more today.